0: This is Shane Gibson's podcast from ClosingBigger.net. Today we're going to talk about prospecting and the fact that prospecting is a discipline, not an accident, or lead generation is a discipline and not an accident. So many of us experience peaks and valleys in sales and in marketing, in our business from a revenue perspective. Uh, We can blame it on Christmas. We can blame it on the Summer holidays, we can talk about the fact there's less customers out there, which is kind of true. The market's bottomed out. is isn't going down anymore, but it's flat, and we're getting ready to get ready. We're getting ready for things to swing up again and to see some growth, and we've seen some positive growth in many sectors. And so I think that excuse is getting old as well. Many of us missed our goals last year, but in 2010 coming up, we really have an opportunity I think the opportunity is only there if we really are systematically prospecting. We're kind of used to things being quiet. We're kind of used to being difficult to find people. We've now sort of accepted that excuse that people aren't investing money across the board, but the reality is things are changing. But again, if we just sit back and wait for them to call us, our only business plan is hope. And although hope is a nice thing to have, you need more than that for a business plan. So let's talk about prospecting. Prospecting is a continual search for prospects and referral sources that really want what you have to offer or could utilize your product or service. So I use the term continual search, not casual search, not once in a while, but a daily discipline. So there's really four different types of prospecting or four types i like to talk about right now. One of them is face-to-face, and this is really what I would call coincidental encounters or prospecting as you go. So this is a habit that not enough people have. Uh, and I think it's a habit that we need to form that anybody that comes within an arm's length of us that looks open to talking, not even spending money, but open to talking, at least connect with them. Uh, I would suggest this is even in an elevator. Don't be that weird guy, though, that talks close, but uh, in an elevator, uh, at a major function, uh, at a cafe where someone looks at you and smiles or nods, in a lineup, you name it, get used to just starting conversations. Even just a hello and see where it goes from there. I don't know how many people I've met and connected with that I now do business with because I've just stepped out of my shell and just said hello. So get good at face-to-face, which means being aware of your environment but also being good at gaining instant rapport. Two is extended personal networking, which is picking up the phone and following up people we've met, making the odd cold call, Dropping an email to an organization that you noticed in the news that you thought might be interested in doing business or a joint venture with you, or even getting on LinkedIn and looking at the people who've recently connected to your network or your friends' networks and getting personal introductions. I think making a habit even on LinkedIn of once or twice a week, not a huge goal, but once or twice, three times a week, connecting and reaching out with somebody who you think you may be able to do business with or might be able to help. So do some extended personal networking. Community networking is, of course, trade shows, board of trade meetings. I know Vancouver Board of Trade, for me, other than my social media marketing and my blogging, is the number one source of business for me. Referrals from people who really I've met, who've seen me speak, or just random connections. Conferences. Again, what conferences are coming into town or what conferences are nearby that are rich with prospects? Instead of getting a booth... Sit in the audience, listen to the speakers, make comments, make connections, go to the after event soiree. I don't know how many people see the conference, the speakers, and rush home when if they stuck around for the after event, that's where they'd make the real connections. And lastly, is of course media, which is really an extension of personal marketing Uh, that's blogging, that's press releases. Uh, that's partnering on lists. Maybe someone has a list of prospects or a list of clients that could utilize your product or service and they might be willing to endorse joint venture or have you write an article for them with that client base that might generate you business. So there's a hundred things under each of those categories, under face-to-face, extended, personal, as well as community and media and prospecting. But here's the key is these are all great ideas, but we need to have them in a plan so we're continually prospecting and create it into a discipline. So here's some suggestions for you. Devote time to all these things is that our true wealth-building time is our proactive time, where we're out targeting the right clients and prospects that we want to do business with. I know as a small business owner, as I first started off my business, I had a whole bunch of business, but not the business I wanted. These were clients who were frustrated, who weren't an exact mix, and one of the reasons why is, of course, I was just letting the phone ring. I was accepting clients, but I wasn't chasing them down proactively. So here's some thoughts. Number one, make it a habit, really make it a habit, and get good at FaceTime. In those cracks of time while you're doing other things, going to events, attending functions, running errands, be aware who's around you and make sure you connect with them. Number two, book time, just like an appointment, to make those proactive phone calls and emails for prospecting. Book time, and I would suggest for me it's over an hour a day, but as you start, at least half an hour a day on social networks. So getting into LinkedIn and finding out what people are up to, making comments, asking for introductions, checking out what people are saying on Twitter. Even if you're not doing Twitter updates, are you going through search.twitter.com, that's search.twitter.com, to see what people in your immediate geographical target area are saying and doing that are related to your industry. And number four is at least a couple times a month, book two major events you're going to go to, trade shows, Meetup, meetup.com events where there might be a target rich environment in other words people tend to go to events that they find interesting but try to go to events both through meetup or through board of trade or whatever else that are of interest to your prospects so you might not find it that exciting but go to the events where your prospects are going to be and quarterly find a major conference for the big influencers both from a buying perspective and your industry will be and fifth Have a bit of a budget. I would take a look at what your projected annual commission or incomes are this year, even as a sales professional if your boss isn't doing it, and budget some money towards PR, press releases, paid blog pastements, or even sponsorships of local events to make sure you get your name out there and make some connections. But the key is really make it into a plan. So if we want consistent leads and consistent business, we've got to be consistently prospecting. Prospecting and finding the right customers is less to do with luck and more to do with discipline and a plan. So hopefully in this coming 2010, you can develop a plan for prospecting and work the plan. This is Shane Gibson's podcast from ClosingBigger.net.